Hey everyone, it's Helen Edwards, host of the Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. Thanks for tuning in during this quarantine time. I hope everybody is out there staying safe. I'm really excited about this podcast. I've got Stephanie Mears and Austin Collins, both two financial smart leaders in the industry, and I'm really excited to share what they have to say about keeping your smarts during this time with finances. Also, please forgive me. I was wearing my earbuds I had just got done working out and jumped right on the podcast, so I was super amped up. I'm super loud. I completely forgot to take them out. So my audio is very loud on my end. I am so sorry, guys. I hope I do not cause any earaches in anybody's ears. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, please bear with it. It's an excellent podcast. Have fun. I would love to hear your feedback. You can email your feedback or reviews to sexyfreedomnow at gmail or go on to my Facebook, Sexy Freedom Media. You can also go on to my Instagram, H-E-L of a journey, of a journey, hell of a journey. And I'm going to be sharing dating stories online live now on my Instagram and also live Facebooks, just some crazy rants and topics on Facebook if you're on uh, Helen Edwards Facebook or Sexy Freedom Media. Also, you can get my book, Nothing Sexier Than Freedom, on Amazon and Barnes & Nobles and Smashwords. All right, guys, enjoy the podcast and stay safe out there. Welcome to the Sexy Freedom Media Podcast, a place to discuss pain, passion, and pursuits. I want to feel alive, breathe, make some moves, protect the throne. This is Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. Hello, hello. Oh, there we go. Perfect. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. So I'm here with Austin Collins, uh, and we're we're sorry about that. We couldn't quite figure out how to push play for some reason. (laughs) It's okay. Wow. Okay, so let me just do a quick introduction, and and, and since it's already recording, uh, welcome everybody to the Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. It's your host, Ellen Edwards. And today I have my guest, Stephanie Mears, and I'll let Stephanie go ahead and do the introduction for you and your partner. Wonderful. Hi, uh, my name is Stephanie Mears, and I am a vice president of an investment firm, a CEO of a women's empowerment group, and a president of a nonprofit. Amongst that, I also am a, a published author, speaker, and um, I have my own podcast and radio show. And with me, I have a wonderful coworker. His name is Austin Collins. He is a registered investment advisor. He also works through CSD and he's brilliant. So welcome Austin and hello. Hello everybody. Thank you for having me again, Helen. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to do podcasts and just, you know, to have more of a conversation. Yeah. I consider us all, uh, you know, leaders and light warriors of the world. And I think that, you know, we, we're all kind of in a really surreal situation right now. Uh, the zombie apocalypse is amongst us. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's kind of interesting because now it's almost like now everybody's in the same place. You know, it's almost like we're all in the same fishbowl. Have you ever seen Ice Age? I'm sure you have. You got kids. Yes, absolutely. Right. So, you know, the end of the world with, with Ice Age, how they're all, all of a sudden they're all migrating in one place and he goes, look around, we're all in a bowl. So I feel like that's kind of where we're all, we're all in the same, it's like leveled, the playing field is leveled. So, so we're all kind of, it's almost like we're all starting at the, at the starting line. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And it seems like a lot of people, so at the end of the world, I'm assuming everyone would be very fearful and almost kind of freaked out about what the next steps are or what's going to happen or, you know, that whole thing. And it's amazing because this world right now is in so has in such a state of fear. And um, so I definitely see what exactly what you're saying in that state of fear is that they're all that everybody's kind of coming together. And in some ways, even trying to help each other um, to, to, to be able to get to another level um, during this time while it's in, we're in such a weird place, a zombie, zombie ap- apocalypse, if that's what you want to call it. But, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's definitely unique. <laughs> yeah. So what do you, what are you and Austin doing, you know, to kind of keep yourselves optimistic or keep your tools going to help you um, stay level headed or sane during this time? Absolutely. So I'll actually let Austin go first. So uh, back to what you said, Helen, about everybody being on the same level. Um, it's kind of interesting because me personally, I, I, I have been using this as an opportunity to uh, pretty much lay out the foundation financially to come out of this whole thing uh, more um, prosperous than before. Um, and it's interesting you said that because I've been telling a lot of young people that this is a crazy time we're in. We're seeing the economy pretty much restart for us. Um, we're seeing mortgage rates, you know, at 50 year lows. Uh, we're seeing these huge blue chip companies that are just tanked and the prices we haven't seen in, you know, 10, 20 years. We, we see the stock market resembling like the crash of 1929. And um, it's just crazy. So for a lot of people, like you said, we're on like a level playing field and they should use that as an opportunity um, rather than, fearing and panicking and freaking out, they should use it as an opportunity to, um, I mean, take advantage of it and and get ahead of of where they could have been. Yeah. And when you say young people, you're talking about the 60 year olds, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, anyone could do it. Uh, (laughs) Most of the time, uh, because of my Instagram, I got a lot of, a lot of people in in my same demographic just hitting me up and asking me questions. And like I tell them now is the time And, and it's applicable to any age. Because now is the time, like you said, we're on a level playing field. If you want to get ahead coming out of this, now is the time. You, you, you have to take action now. Exactly. And so that's a really good point. However, what would you tell? I just spoke with uh, somebody today who was saying, I've had so much anxiety. I've had so much fear. I still have my job part time, but I am freaking out. And you can tell those people, yeah, we'll do this and do that and do this and do that. But how how do you suppose getting through to somebody who's freaking out about losing their job? How do you how do you um, what's your what's your advice or suggestion for somebody that for somebody like that with finances? Yeah, so so typically speaking, with somebody who's in a complete panic mode, we would definitely suggest almost immediately that you know when somebody's in a state of panic in general, we automatically would help them kind of calm down, do a meditation, do something to where they can kind of get to a a more, more calm place, right? And then after that meditation, have a logical conversation with that person saying, you know, if this is what's going to happen, if you lose your job, what's your backup? Where are you going to be after that? And if that person doesn't know, that's when we can ha- we can have an in more in-depth conversation of, OK, so if you don't know if you lose your job, what, what happens next? OK, no problem. Well, let's figure out what's what's some passive income you can start working on. What's your portfolio look like? Do you have a portfolio? We can really you, you evaluate 
where that person's at, because if they have a plan, there's, they're going to be a whole lot less likely to be completely and utterly freaking out and as much fear. Also, I suggest not watching the news all day long, because if you're watching the news all day long, you're going to be getting nothing but negative, like a lot of, I can't say nothing but, but a lot <laughs> of negativity and that negativity, all it really does in the long run is come and just kind of hang out with you and it, it's almost impossible to kind of get over so I would suggest doing you know getting a plan in place uh, doing some meditations and uh, really trying to get yourself into a, a more logical state because when you move in fear you're less likely to make a logical or a good decision okay yeah that, that sounds great and, and to add well, on to that real quick Helen just mm -hmm. I guess uh, an oversimplification oversimpl of that is um Usually panic decisions are stupid decisions. So mm. I, I would urge people just to take a minute to calm down, like Steph said, and just think it out before you start making any rash decisions that you'll, you know, eventually regret later on. Absolutely. Like panic selling. You don't really want to do that. Yeah. And we're also, uh, so I, I personally am all about right now, we're, uh, um, I'm all about adversity overcomes uh, I'm sorry, adversity creates opportunity, right? So what I mean by that is right now we're in a complete and utter uh, world of adversity, a complete chaos, just complete, just, it's really a unique time. So what it can create for those who decide to move to the next level is opportunity. And if they choose to to move forward, they can figure out what are things that they've been wanting to do for a long time. How can they fix or be innovative with their business? How are they, how can they fix or be innovative with their finances, their health? And, and, and there's so many amazing opportunities online or through friends or through uh, financial people, or just in general, any, any um, professional can genuinely help that person to really come out of this situation as opposed to um, in, in a fear or panic mode, sitting in a corner, freaked out, they can be coming out of this even stronger than they came, than they went into it. Yeah, I totally agree. And I'll just add to that. I'm gonna jump on this bandwagon. <laughs> I'd like to just say that, you know, school got pretty much delayed or canceled for the rest of the year for some people. Yeah. And parents are at home with their kids. Hey, I think the whole family is getting homeschooled right now, not just the kids, but the parents too. And it's an opportunity, like you were saying, people can do courses, they can read books, you know, watch documentaries. The literally you're, it's almost like this is your opportunity to go back into education for yourself and finances is probably numero uno besides loving your family or working on communication with your family. But that's so huge, especially for people that were living paycheck to paycheck. You could have, did steps to prevent that at a time like this. Dave Ramsey talked about that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love that guy. Mm -hmm. He's awesome. <laughs> I know. He's the bomb.com. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. I love so, it. What are you both doing like today? What did you both do today? Like what's a day look like in the quarantine life of Stephanie and Austin? Okay, well, I'll go first on this one. So uh, I actually, uh, I since we're in banking, we actually still have to go into the office occasionally. Because um, it's essential. Because it's essential, exactly. And the stock market hasn't stopped moving. So therefore, we don't get to stop moving. Um, so we still <laughs> went into the office. I still went um, and did my, my full-time job. And then I've been on several podcasts to encourage and genuinely help um, people um, to to not feel afraid, but rather push through that fear. Cause if the fear is going to still, you're still going to feel fear, but pushing through that fear to be able to 
come out in a positive way is what's going to be hard to do, but rewarding at the end. And so that's kind of what my day has looked like. And, um, and again, all I really, uh, all we really want to do is genuinely help people. And that's what we're here for. When you feel fearful, Stephanie, because like you said, everybody feels fear. When you yourself is feeling fearful and you feel those, those uh, feelings coming on, do they, does it make you feel stuck? Like what, what's the level of fear you feel? Because it can be different for everybody. Absolutely. So I, I uh, coming from a really, really difficult childhood of living on the streets, um, uh, to, to, uh, deciding to live a very different life. I have seen some really bad stuff that has caused me to, to have some massive fear, some serious panic attacks. Um, mm -hmm. so, uh, fear is not something that I don't, that I can't say that, um, hasn't stopped me in my tracks on many occasions. However, about eight years ago, my, my mentor basically said, you can either live in fear or you can push through it. And what we did is we listed out my top fears. And he literally was like, your top fears are, are going on a plane and flying and, um, and, uh, and, and hiked, huh? And I was like, yep. And he's like, we're going skydiving. I was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> so we jumped out of a plane. And ever since then, I've refused to let that fear, even though I still feel it. Um, even sometimes it's like literally, uh, it, it stops me in my tracks. I refuse to let it hold me back um, from just going forward and not, um, and not living my life. Hell yeah, that's dope. Okay, I like that. Yeah. And Austin? Your day. Oh, my day. Uh, so I, uh, I woke up at 6 a.m., uh, read the news, uh, the financial news, just to see what was going on. Um, uh, saw the pre-market trades, uh, placed some uh, trades myself for derivatives, mm -hmm. uh, which I don't recommend for the general public. <laughs> not. Extremely risky. Um, and then I went to work and now I am here. Yep. And we're here to encourage and help people. Yep. Yeah. Encourage and help people. So are you doing courses? Do you, I, I know, Stephanie, I see you got a book. You, you do the podcast. You've got a lot going on. And for people out there who are just wanting to take maybe a baby step towards getting some assistance, what would be a first baby step for somebody? Because, you know, there's people that they're so stuck in fear, they're scared to even like look into something to help them because they think they think that somebody wants something from them because that's what fear can do to people sometimes. So what would be a baby step for them to get step out of that and actually look to somebody like you in Austin to get their your help? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, Austin and I are absolutely here. So if you guys want to contact us, please do. I can give you my website and we'll definitely get back with you. Um, if you are looking for help in general, not just with finances, but like a life coach, um, there's a, a nonprofit that I'm a president of and we offer free coaching to anybody who can't afford it um, for anything Ooh. from life from life coaches to, um, to business coaches to, um, I mean, so many different things. And then we also um, offer um, food and services to homeless women and children. Wow. Yeah. You're amazing. Thank oh, you. Thanks. I can't even follow that up. <laughs> <laughs> what I've been doing is I, I actually teach uh, personal finance classes to uh, uh, high school age kids. Um, and I guess in that same vein, I would say, uh, I believe that education mitigates fear, um, especially when it comes to finances. If you educate yourself and you get that basic knowledge down, you could greatly reduce a lot of your fear you have about the future. 
Absolutely. Oh, I love that. You know what? That's such a great idea that people that are homeschooling their kids right now, they can now include the topics that, you know, we as adults say, I wish we knew this in school. I wish they taught this in school. Well, guess what, parents? Here's your opportunity. You can use Austin and Stephanie and teach those things to your kids now. That's right. That's go. right. I love it. <laughs> no more blaming the, the teachers or the schools anymore. It's, it's literally like you were saying, it's an opportunity. Exactly. And there's so many amazing things online that people are offering for e either free or really reduced prices. Everything from a free tour of, of museums in New York and Paris to, uh, to free um, or very, very low priced uh, marketing plans for businesses and how to, how to implement an online strategy to, to where your business doesn't fail in this process. I mean, there's just, mm. I mean, and then for the kids, there's tons and tons of, of really fun ways that they can learn. There's a, um, a website where an astronaut that's literally in space reads stories to children um, that they can watch. And it's just, it's so cool because you can see them moving around in space. Whoa, that is so awesome. Oh my God. Right? Do you have kids? Do either of you have kids? I do not. I have two. I have a 11 year old and a four year old um, daughter. Oh, are they at home right now? Like for yeah, the rest of the year? They're, they're home. Uh, they've been home for a month and a half. It's been interesting. Uh, <laughs> and they're supposed to go back in two weeks because they're in private school, but I don't think that that's going to be the case. Oh, wow. Okay. And is, uh, do you have somebody watching him? Your husband or? Yeah. Yeah. My, my husband's with the kids. Uh, he's, his store was shut down during this process. So he's been able oh. to help and step up and help out with the kids uh, more during this, this time. And that gave me the opportunity to work because again, in banking, it didn't get shut down and his work did. So it just made life a little easier for me. Right. Yeah, totally. And I'm sure that the kids are going to look back one day like, oh, I remember that one time when we got to spend oats, all those weeks with dad. Oh, yeah. And we're doing like family walks, which I don't think we've done a family walk in like at least 10 years together. We do family walks all the time together because we're trying to be healthy. And my husband's working out with my son so he can be still prepped and ready to go for baseball season if he gets to still do a baseball season. Again, now is not the time just for us to improve. It's also time to show our kids how we're improving. And instead of discouraging our children uh, from saying, oh gosh, the coronavirus is taking us all down. No, we're showing our kids of how are we overcoming it and showing them with living proof of how to move life forward. Absolutely. And showing them that yeah. you can do it as a unit, as a family. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And Austin, you don't have kids, right? You said I do not. No, <laughs> thankfully. Do you, <laughs> do you live the single life? Uh, yeah, I live the single life. Dangerous and how's life. how's the quarantine <laughs> how's the quarantine going for the single life for you um well i'm still going to work so <laughs> it's pretty much normal <laughs> yeah that's what i was telling only as always nothing's changed <laughs> yeah well, that's, crazy. that's funny you say that austin because um yeah i live the single life too but my son, i do have a son but he's in the air force so now it's like i've been starting to do these dating stories on instagram instagram oh, lives yeah four singles because online dating was just like, you know, it just wasn't exciting enough for me. I had a level up with the whole quarantine thing. Yeah. So, so I'm doing dating stories on that and I'm practicing to do, do more lives on Facebook. Yeah. It seems like a great time to be capitalizing on something like that. Absolutely. Considering most people are at home on that. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Right. Yeah. Because well, like you were saying, people can get lonely during this time. Yeah. 
And they, I don't know if, I mean, I really don't watch the news, but I do listen to podcasts a lot and I probably listen to Joe Rogan probably too much. Uh, oh, that's a good one too, though. <laughs> yeah, it is. And, you know, but they're right about drugs increasing and suicide rates can increase and because of loneliness, because of fear and anxiety. And it, yeah. to me, I'm a big advocate on suicide prevention and, um, and child abuse. And one of the things is it, that I was talking to people about is, you know, if you have any advice for people, I mean, especially Stephanie, you said, you know, you came from the streets and all anybody out there who are stuck at home with their abusers, you know, they're, they're in a really hard place. Whereas the rest, you know, some people you like, you have you and your husband, you got the family unit and I'm sure you guys live a pretty healthy family life. And then there's some people who all of a sudden they're stuck home with their abusers, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And there are opportunities, there are programs out there to help the person once they choose to leave that abuser to help them get out of the house before before they end up, um, you know, before the, their fate becomes fatal. Well, especially that you have that nonprofit. I mean, that is amazing. Like free life coaching. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So many people that can use that. Yeah, and we also have resources for women who are being abused um, to be able to get out of their their situation where their their homes are, are where they are provided places to live that are safe, uh, food to eat, and includes children too. And um, so, um, so they're not stuck with where they're at. They have the opportunity if they want to get out. There is a lot of services out there that are willing to help them, and hearts that are willing and out there for them, ready to go to help them in this time. Yes. And where do you both, where are you at right now? Where do you live? What area? Uh, Sacramento. Ooh, Sacramento, California. How's the weather there? Pretty, really Beautiful. pretty. Yeah. <laughs> we're all stuck. I know. Beautiful. Oh, I love California. I'm in Arizona. So we're kind of bummed oh, wow. right now. Yeah, because we're bummed because the heat, right when everything starts lifting, they're like, okay, quarantine's over. Everybody out now. And it's going to be like, Hot as hell outside. We're all gonna freeze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. So I remember about Arizona. The heat. <laughs> tell me about it. I've been here yeah. 15 years. I love it though. I love oh, it. Oh, so you're back to it then, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, the cost of living too. I used to live in Orange County, California. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. California is expensive. It is. It is. Oh yeah. The first time I realized you can buy a house, like I saw, I, it was like the heavens open. I was like, no way. What? <laughs> it doesn't cost half a million dollars for a pit. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Nope. Like New York and California, like at, at a battle with how hard high they can get their rent and their mortgages. I know Definitely. it's crazy. Hey, have you guys seen the, the, the dollar per gallon gas prices out there by chance? I have not, but where is that at? <laughs> I've heard I've heard some states have seen below a dollar per gallon. It's amazing. Yeah, uh, not here in California though. I think no, I think it's still like I think it's going up or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably in some one of those states that nobody goes to, like Kansas or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no place like home. <laughs> the car, anyways. Right. They use corn syrup. Yeah, oh go. my god. <laughs> Sorry, Kansas. We love you. Absolutely. We love you. <laughs> so, are you doing anything fun? Are you doing like dance parties at your house? Are you having like Easter celebration? Are you doing like Christmas in 
April, what are you what are you doing for fun to spice up your home life, your quarantine life? You know, I don't <laughs> I don't have much there, honestly. I, I have been very uh, I've been inspired by seeing a lot of things people are doing on the internet though. And I, I think it's very uh, it's heartwarming just to see how communities come together even though they're supposed to be apart. I mean they are apart, but they're together. Um, and just some of the things that I'm sure you've seen the videos of the, the balcony DJs oh, yeah, or the guys on the, and I, I think that's uh, honestly beautiful because it's the, the fact that people are getting creative with how, how to stay together when they, when they can't be is, is amazing to me. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to start looking into doing something a little more creative myself. In the yes. coming weeks. Are you on Facebook, Austin? Um, yeah, I believe I'm on there somewhere. All right. I'm going to find you after this. In the oh, ether. Dance party. Yeah, all right, sounds good. Sounds good. I look forward to it. And what about you, Stephanie? Yeah, so uh, so our empower our women's empowerment group. We decided, and because we normally physically meet every single month, um, all of our different branches, and instead of doing physical meetings because we can't, we've decided to do virtual meetings where we still have our speakers come in and speak, and we still encourage one another to be there. And um, the average person, the average uh, group can be anywhere between a hundred and three hundred people on this this um, these calls, and wow. so it's yeah, and it's all about encouraging, showing the next. Next one's about procrastination and it's going to be really amazing to hear, you know, um, ways of overcoming procrastination and moving to the next level. That's in, um, uh, the beginning of April, but that's one of the things we're doing to really try to, uh, still be reaching out virtually, um, to where people, women don't have to feel alone. We're also looking to do a, excuse me, a self-defense class virtually as well as a yoga class. So uh, uh, virtually all for free to help, again, help women to where they don't feel alone during these times. We haven't done a dance party yet, but, you know, I'm kind of loving that idea. I just want to make sure there's tequila involved somewhere. Yeah. Hey, I'm in. Invite me to that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So we're trying really hard to be um, to be able to we're trying really hard to virtually reach out to as many people as they, we can to make sure that they don't feel alone. Um, and if they are mentioning that they feel alone, we'll personally call them to make sure that they're not going to make any um make any take any anything uh into their hands that would be a, a very bad thing to do oh my gosh you're so awesome like seriously that's so beautiful and i i love that you're doing that because i think this is why i love talking to different light warriors you know we're all different types of of light warriors at different parts of the system and there's different people that we reach and me i'm more on the tough love side of the scale i'm more of the warrior style and and, you know, and then, then there's, you know, other areas where women are like um, more soft, compassionate, more empathy. And I love that too, you know? So yeah. it's like, we're all playing our part and, and it's like no soul forgotten, no soul lost. Now the men, um, Austin, maybe you could speak on this. I know that the suicide rate is higher with men, um, over the age of 30 to 60, 65, I think, or something like that. And, you know, women, I feel like they've got such this, this amazing, amazing network. And I'm really starting to see more and more men start to come to get w together with the network. And I think that's really cool. What do you have any suggestions for any men out there? I don't know, maybe you're in a network yourself. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm personally, I mean, personally, I, I just go to the golf course. I feel like that's <laughs> where a lot of guys have been going uh, to socialize at a good distance. 
just yelling at each other from across the fairways. But um, science uh, has just been proven, Austin. Men are simple. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. That's <laughs> moral of the story: <laughs> no golfing, you know. <laughs> but no, I, I I do think it is good for men to utilize those sort of networks. I know we're kind of uh, we're uh, resistant to. Uh, doing what women do most of the time but <laughs> I, think, I think it could be proved to be healthy for a lot of us um i personally have uh started to join in on some of steph's things uh with her networks and we did one earlier and it, and it was amazing um but yeah just to have that outlet um just to, to talk and, and socialize i think is really good like you said for people's health and um yeah the golf course is my go-to place so those are still open right now, too. <laughs> oh, right now, yeah, yeah. For right now, they are. That's the secret. Nobody knows that, but they're still open. Now they do. Yeah. Those are essential. Yeah. Just book me with your tea time, all right? That's all I have. No, that's awesome. <laughs> so, are there any, what are the books you are both reading right now? Or are you reading books? Or are you listening to a podcast? Or are you listening to an audible book right now? What is something that's helping you both improve yourself? So right now I'm actually reading a book called um, How to Be a Badass. Ooh, that's okay. awesome, I right? One, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but that's what it's called. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's a, it's a phenomenal book. I'm absolutely loving it because one of the things that I never really realized was, and, and it just kind of, I don't know why, it just finally hit, hit center for me um, in my light here. But um, it literally says, you know, you are the only you know, for example, I am the only Stephanie Mears that is and always will be the exact person that I am, the way I think, the way I say things, the way that I, I am the only person that I am and will always be. And that is, that kind of hit hard on me because I was like, wow, I never really even thought of that. So I make sure to, that's really where I need to be like, wow, I need to be making sure that I'm showing, shining my light even more, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I am reading, um, two books right now. One of them is a random walk down wall street, which is a <laughs> more of a textbook, I guess it has a lot of empirical data in there on how markets operate. And, um, I guess the most efficient way to invest and the best way to invest, uh, per age range. And the other book I'm reading is real world banking and finance, <laughs> which is a which is a real page turner, as you could tell. Um, Do you see a theme? Real, real riveting yeah. stuff there. Keeps you on the edge of your seat the whole way through. Uh, it's also a good book to go to sleep to. Um, just, like I said before, I'm just trying to use this time to uh, educate myself more. And uh, that keeps me motivated to spread the knowledge. Love it. Love it. Yeah. That's awesome. No, those, those sounds like they do sound like interesting books. To educate oh, yourself, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something, but I don't know how open you are to suggestions, Austin. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> There's a finance book on erotica. It's an erotica finance book. I, I like it already. <laughs> are you serious? That's awesome. What is it yeah, called? Yeah, I don't know. The, I don't know what it's called. I'll have to Google it. And then, like, I know what it looks like, but I'll have to send it, it to you. Fifty Shades of Finance, maybe? 50, hey, there's your next book. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know if you have a book, but there, there's a book 50 for you. Shades <laughs> like 50, sh 50 Shades of Finance. 50 Shades of Finance is 
Oh my god, that's such a good oh, I like it. I think I we're like onto it. something here. I, like it. <laughs> I do too. Look, Steffi, let's call it out. Austin, that's your first first book title. Oh, Boom. Go. I'm gonna have to write that one down. Fifty Shades of Finance is oh my I'm sold. Yeah. That, that sounds like a bestseller already. Yeah. I, yeah. Might, I might just sell the cover. <laughs> yeah, this is exciting. I'm excited. I love I love this. I love connecting with you guys. Um Stephanie, I know you do have a book out. Can you tell me about your book? Yeah, uh, my book is called Women of Perfection, Perfectly Imperfect. And it's all about uh, we as women in today's society, how we have so many um, expectations of our of what we have to do, everything from, you know, making sure we bring in income and making sure we take care of the kids and making sure that we do community events and that make sure we look good. And just, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Mm -hmm. And it talks about how, because I'm a massive perfectionist and how hard it is to try to, um, to keep up on everything with the, with this, this level of, of, of almost requirement and also uh, the perfection part of it. And basically what it is, is it breaks down what causes you to be a perfectionist for one, but two, in today's society, how can we live as women to, to really get to another level within ourselves without having to add additional work uh, while we're in this society of um, uh, unrealistic expectations. And that basically we need to just shut down those expectations and only do what we feel is really necessary. Ooh, okay. And what, like, how thick is your book? Is it pretty thick? Is it a hard No, it's like a book. It, it's like a hundred pages. So it's not very much at all, um, but it is, it's like a journaling book. So you're actually mm -hmm. going through a workbook style almost the entire time. So that way it's not just a, Hey, this is what you should do. It's, Hey, you need to write down. What do you think about this? How do you feel about this? What caused you to be this way? Like it's asking you those hard questions that sometimes you don't want to ask yourself, but if you write down the answers, you're more likely going to get something from the book in the long run. Oh, I love that. I love it. I dig it. Yeah, it's good stuff. I'm a big fan of it, but I mean, um, you know, it, my biggest thing though, is that, you know, um, coming from a, a place of really trying hard to be such a, a massive perfectionist that, um, you know, I was basically killing myself trying to be that way. And I just don't feel it's just it's not right for anyone to feel that way. And for two, um, you know, no one is really expecting you to do everything. It's not realistic. Right. But we we get this mindset. And once that mindset is overcome, you can really do a million better things with your time. Stephanie, would you say you're a pretty confident woman? Yes. Yeah. Do you feel yes. and I'm just. I'm just going to ask these questions because I'm curious uh, yeah. you know, for women that see women like you, like you as in like a projection of, you know, this beautiful got it together type of woman. I can never be like her, um, you know, starts passing all this judgment when they don't even know your story. You know, they often wonder if they can relate to somebody like you. And I think that's why it's good that you wrote a, a you know, a book because I'm a big um, I'm a big believer in people writing a book and telling their story because it's good for people to know where people came from so they can relate and see that it's possible. Um, when you feel, what is confidence to you? Is it just stepping and standing in your voice and your truth and your authenticity? Are you, do you feel sexy in your skin? Like what is confidence to you? Uh, confidence for me is 100% um, choosing to still feel fear but choosing to continue to be the confident woman that I can see myself to be. Um, so what I mean by that is there's 
two paths that we all we all walk on. One is compl- complacency and having the the boring life, and then there is the life uh, or the um, life by design that you want, the person you want to become, the person that you feel that you should be, but you're you have to take steps to do that. I choose to walk on the side every single morning that I am going to be the person, and I am that person of confidence. And um, you know, I'm far from the skinniest person in the world. I don't care that I'm not because quite frankly, um, you know, people love me the way I am. And, mm-hmm. um, and the reality is, is, you know, not everyone's going to stare at you being like, Oh gosh, you know, are you sure you should be wearing that? Okay. If they're saying that maybe they should be your friend who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but the reality is, is if you're projecting <laughs> confidence and you're projecting love and light, you're more likely going to have a good response in the long run. I love that. Heck yeah. Woo. Zing warrior. Get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Austin? You feel confident? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I agree completely with what Steph said. Uh, I think over time, you do start to deviate off the path of the person you want to be. And you start just walking that path of who you are, not who you want to be. And mm. occasionally you do something where those two paths align. And that is when you feel best. And most people uh, have so many distractions in their life or um, tools that they use to distract themselves that they they purposefully deviate off that path again. And um, I don't think they realize it. So, yeah, once you get on that path, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to be confident when you are the person you want to be. Yeah. And that's that. <laughs> that yeah, and that's that. Boom. That's it. I'm a confident woman too. Okay? <laughs> I feel just as sexy. Yes, you do. Yeah. And if they tell me I shouldn't be wearing that, I don't care. <laughs> yes, slay queen. <laughs> um, all right. Um, okay, so one last question. Are you both on TikTok? Yes. Oh. Not- that will not be though (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i can't i can't you say that now but just watch i'm not good enough at dancing (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna video on dancing or or lip syncing or (laughs) any of those i'm not good at those are all he says that now he says that now (laughs) yeah i love it we'll see we'll see about that (laughs) i am on stephanie stephanie you got a new project and it's sitting right next to you (laughs) apparently so i love it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I draw the line at instagram that's that's, where <laughs> that's awesome. all right speaking of instagram where can people find you austin they could find me at austin underscore the underscore first austin the first with underscore <laughs> word uh, it's a lot better than my original handle uh you know sometimes you gotta grow up a little <laughs> um I will say that there is a good balance of financial stuff on my page and uh, debauchery as well. So Okay, be, apparently I need to look at this Instagram page. Be prepared. <laughs> it's authentic. It's authentic as it's well. <laughs> awesome. And Stephanie? Yeah, um, my Instagram, I think, is just Stephanie Mears. Um just Stephanie Mears. I don't think there's any in- underscores or anything. Oh, it must be nice to get that. <laughs> there's not, there's not many Stephanie Mears out there. I'm just saying. <laughs> Austin Collins, one, two, six, seven, nine, two, three. <laughs> I love it. And where can they get your book, Stephanie? 
Oh yeah. Um, so you can get it on Amazon, uh, women of perfection, perfectly imperfect, or you're welcome to go onto my website, stephaniemears.com and, uh, review podcasts, radio shows, and the book on that website. Sweet. All right. So we're going to go ahead and close it out right now. Um, thank you everybody for listening. Please contact Stephanie Mears or Austin. If you want have any questions for them, I'll leave their information in the show notes. Subscribe, sharing is caring. You can find me, Hell of a Journey, with one L on Instagram, Sexy Freedom Media on on uh, dot com dot com, and uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. Thank you everybody for joining, and we will catch you guys uh, next time. Next time, and thank you guys much. Bye. Want to hear more? Uh, Visit us at sexyfreedommedia.com.